Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Unlabeled the Podcast. Uh, we got a very special guest in the building uh, today. We got my good brother, Nurse Madi, in the building. Uh, how you feeling this week, brother? Word, word, word. Nah, everything's good. Everything's good. Appreciate you guys for having me on. Yeah. And, and also got Kendall in the building. How you feeling this week, Kendall? What's going on, brother? Brother man. Uh, uh, Madi, man, just glad you're here, bro. It's a pleasure to have you here. Um, you know, I'm just happy to just see your progression, man, and just what you're doing. And we, we're just going to love talking about it right here, right now. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. Now, um, I'll let you go ahead and introduce yourself. I'll let you give the listeners your your, uh, your background, a little bit of your biography and what you got going on right now. Uh, so if, so without further ado, if you the floor is yours, sir. Word. Uh, first of all, everybody, welcome to the Unlabeled Podcast. I am now your star host. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, my name is Mahdi. Uh, I've been in healthcare um, for a little bit now. And what people don't know, first of all, Kendall and I, we went to high school together and college together. We were roommates. Mm. And uh, so it's, it is, when he talks about progression, just how started we started out of IT. That's what he started yeah. out in. <laughs> but, uh, but just look at when he said progression, was looking at just how we have actually just come and have actually grown again to even come back on this platform and to share our stories or, or just uh, reconnect on, on that on those terms. It's definitely um, it's something that'll go down in the memory bank. So uh, a little bit about me. I'm just uh, I'm single pops. I got three shorties um, whom I love, and any and everything that I do is usually surrounded around them. Uh, mm -hmm. Everything that I am is now with. Uh, with the faith that I hold personal to myself. I don't go around slanging who I am. I actually just try to act in that in, in that light um, because we got enough differences. So I don't highlight whatever makes somebody argue. Um, I got in healthcare. And uh, so I call myself a community nurse because uh, what a nurse job is, is to prevent. Uh, I know a lot of what we expect from a nurse is to heal, is to, um, but it's to educate, it's to prevent, it's to advocate for. And I do that for my community. Mm -hmm. uh, I am a product of my community. I don't care what state or city you live in. Uh, we all some, suffer from some of the same issues. And uh, I wouldn't be a father. I wouldn't consider myself a good father if I didn't try to clean up the mess before I send my children out in the world. So um, that's pretty much where I am. And that leads me with everything that I do. Yeah, that's what's up, man. <laughs> Hold on a second. <clears throat> uh, so now as far as uh, Be Clear because you do have a, a, a personal water brand as you can see behind them um, uh, Be Clear H2O can you tell us a little bit about that so Be Clear it is uh, it's an alkaline water wrapped, wrapped in an eco-friendly bottle mm -hmm. uh, the bottle is is very important and, I, and, and how it started and how it transformed this over time um, is, is, is beautiful so Be Clear was started Actually, people don't know, I wrote down some things and jotted down some things uh, with my children maybe three or so years ago. Mm -hmm. And it started off, <laughs> I don't want to say I'm cheap, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm wise with my money. Okay. Um, so with my children and then just health conscious, uh, one of my children has a, uh, was born with, a, uh, with one kidney. Okay. And so what I wanted to do was monitor everything after that. That kind of led me a little bit into being health conscious about what I eat and so on and so forth. So whenever he wanted juice, he wouldn't get just juice. It was diluted by 50% water. So it was water juice. Mm -hmm. And 
And so it became a thing when my children was like, they're like, nah, you know, I want water juice. I want water juice. So trying to think of how to collab with my children and start something that maybe they would take on even after me. We started with water juice and it really was just jotted down some ideas, so on and so forth. And then getting into healthcare, um, I started studying things around food and illnesses and so on and so forth to help prevent. And plastic was a big thing. Plastic was a big thing. Uh, it's readily available, it's easy, um, it's convenient, it's highly profitable for those who use it, but also is harmful for us and the earth. And again, like I said, everything I do, if it doesn't benefit the community or my family, I try to stay away from it. And um, so, yeah, I couldn't find anything around it. It was just plastic. And I was like, I couldn't put that out there knowing that it wasn't good for my children or knowing it wasn't good for people. So I didn't. And kind of uh, COVID was like, got you suckers. Mm-hmm. And when they popped up, um, it was like, it was a force to sit still. You know, I know a lot of bad has come from COVID. Absolutely. Um, uh, it, it, it forced you to revisit yourself, your position in life, your stance, a whole lot of stuff. It made you sit in the mirror and, and address you. And uh, so what I did was um, I revisited the water. And when I revisited the water, now I said, you know, we're going to do it, we're going to do it right. And by then I've learned a little bit more in the healthcare field. Uh, I've been a lot more active uh, in the community and then even decided to be more visually active in the community. Um, I said, we're going to do it, we're going to do it right. And I, um, took a couple of trips to a couple of water sources and um, I found the aluminum bottle. When I found the aluminum bottle, I said, this is it, that's all I need. I don't have any funding, I don't have any big names, I don't have a, a business plan. But um, one thing about me is if I feel passionate about something or if I feel like, I don't feel like I can't do anything. That's, you know, I say that's my only, that's my, my, my superpower. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I can do anything. And so I don't care who says yay or nay, What dilemmas may, uh, may I, I may face, I do it. And so I did it. And we sat down with the kids. This is what we were going to do. And uh, we did it. And so it was an eco-friendly bottle. Um, so you don't see it. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and just talk, talk about real quick, like why you, uh, you know, as far as why it's aluminum and why you, you know, why, why did you go that route? Just, just so that people understand. So... When I got on the scene for Nurse Marty, Nurse Marty was all the education, all the things that I've learned to actually put back into the community where I come from. You don't have to go to the hospital. You don't have to go here. What I try to do is any information that I was given, I did the Robin Hood. I take it from those who are rich in education and I give it to those who are poor in education. That's where Nurse Marty, that's the whole term around Nurse Marty and prevention and nutrition came about is because I realized a lot of my patients stem or I was caring for them was because of the things they put in their mouth. So you're talking about high cholesterol, yeah. high blood pressure, uh, ascites, or, or anything wrong with them. A lot of it stemmed from their diet and their discipline around their diet. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to try to reshape that and kind of give it a cool hip. I like to think that I'm cool sometimes. So I tried to go ahead and put a little spin on it and do that. And um, the water was no different. You know, we all need water flat across the board. We all need it. Mm-hmm. No living thing can exist without it. It is a must. It's a necessary. It's a resource where people <laughs> of color need to have a hand in, whether it's farming, whether it's whatever. We need to have a hand in those resources. Um, and so water was a big thing, but how to deliver that, it had to correlate and it had to be aligned with prevention of nutrition. Mm-hmm. Plastic, um, 
there's so many studies, so many studies. I can love from um, Harvard studies to Penn State studies to peer review articles on how there are so many chemicals in plastic that actually release toxins and chemicals into our water or any beverage that we actually drink it from plastic that affects our reproductive system, our endocrine system, mm. uh, uh, our reproductive, uh, even our respiratory system. Right. And so uh, the big studies are around cancer. It releases um, a BPA is also known as like a synthesized uh, chemical that it mimics oestrogen, which is known to form breast cancer. Right. And so these things are out here. And, you know, you may have the people to jump like, yeah, well, Illumina did this. I couldn't find any studies. I couldn't find any valid studies to say that. So for right now, with where we are and what knowledge we have, this is right. the best option that I had to bring forth, to actually bring attention around how much plastic is killing not only our, ourselves, mm -hmm. but then our planet yeah. and, uh, and our future generations. So like I said, if it's not doing better for me, the community, or my children, I wipe my hands with it right now. Yeah, and I'm so glad that you brought up BPAs because a lot of people think that BPAs are only released when the water bottle is is, uh, is, is it reaches a certain temperature. Like if you leave it in the car and it heats up in the car, then the BPAs are released that way. A lot, uh, it was a lot of rumors around that, but you're saying that it seeps into them regardless, correct? Absolutely. Now, like you said, there are a lot of different studies. There are things that actually, it was like the old wives tales where they said, I used to think it was like old wives tales, like if you leave it in the car, then you get cancer. And, you know, you hear these things after a while, and I've been saying it for a long time, don't even know. I wouldn't drink hot water. But it's not just the high heat. It's not just the direct sunlight. Mm -hmm. It's any obstruction of or, or disruption of that plastic with that contents in it. So um, the first thing I thought about when I, when I found out that it could come from just filling up the bottles, it can come from the, the manufacturer just uh, distributing the bottles, the truck, mm -hmm. spot the potholes, whatever it is, shaking up the bottles. But the first thing I thought about was the little game with a water bottle flip, but mm -hmm. all the kids, I said, <laughs> you know, granted, it's usually the little bit of water left and they don't ever drink it. But I just thought about it like, you know, if that is the case, how much disruptive of that bottle are they doing by flipping it up 35 different times, trying to land once? Correct. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know, I just, I felt like knowing that if I was gonna do something with water, I had to do it what I consider to be right. Mm -hmm. And uh, and that's so that's the motivation behind. Mm -hmm. And what and what hey, would, go, you got? Go ahead, Ken. I'll let you go. I was just gonna say for those who want to maybe look it up or research, uh, BPA is bisphenol A. Um, so if y'all interested in what he's talking about, definitely take a look because um, there's several studies that show exact you know pretty much exactly what he's talking about word for word. So definitely check check that out. Okay. And I also had another question. My question was, what's the difference between recycling aluminum and, and recycling plastic? Is plastic something that can be melted down, reused to form different uh, things? Or how, 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 what's the process behind actually uh, recycling plastic? Well, I hate to use statistics because, you know, it depends on the person and say statistics lie or liars use statistics, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. But statistically speaking, only about 8% of our plastic bottle actually gets recycled. 8%. We, uh, about 50 billion bottles of plastics are purchased every year from Americans alone. Um, and with that, they say only about 8% is actually recycled. So what are we doing with all the rest of those bottles? We got landfills, we got pollution, we got ocean pollution, we got that stuff, some of everywhere. Ain't enough trash. It is not enough space to bury up all these bottles. Um, and that's just the bottles alone. We're not talking about plastic on a whole. We're talking about just plastic bottles. Um, but aluminum is closed loop cycle. 
it, uh, usually within 60 days of it being produced or recycled, it's right back into production again. Um, and think about it, there's a lot of incentive. This was one of the reasons why we even felt good about uh, the aluminum bottle was how many people, if you live in a city, how many people you see going through trash cans? How many people you see on the curbside? How many people do you see picking up Coke bottles or whatever else, uh, aluminum cans? Because it's money, right? Mm -hmm. So how could I give back two with this product? One, it weighs more than an aluminum can. So that's a little bit more money in the pocket. There's never, I've never seen a Be Clear bottle left anywhere. Mm. And for one, people are picking it up and they have it with it. Granted, um, what we're trying to do is actually start this recycling uh, push within the city for the bottles, okay. but then also reusing these bottles. See, with my children, we've made um, uh, flashlights, uh, remote control cars, uh, uh, air con portable air conditioners with these bottles, trying to bridge between the water, our health, and tech, and the advancement thereof, trying to use what sources are out there to actually elevate what we are trying to do and then make it kid-friendly because they are the future. I believe uh, uh, STEAM is what you're referring to, right? Or is STEM, it STEM, yes. STEM, STEM, sorry, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, um, um, you know, technology, everything is moving so fast. Usually if you can't keep up, you're going to get left behind. So I can say I feel good about the water. The water is a real good product and I love it. But hey, if I don't get it out to the rest of the world, it's not going to get there. So as far as recycling, uh, uh, aluminum is the number one recycled uh, drinking product out there. Okay. Um, uh, close second is, is glass and then... Um, Plastic is last. Okay. I'm over here sipping water like a proud father because I just heard he's just speaking so highly about technology. And, and when we were <laughs> when we were in college, he couldn't stand that. We used to call okay, it right, uh, you you like that. You like that dumb box. <laughs> now I, I told him, I told him last week. I said, "Man, you more technologically sound than me." Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm and I and I went to school for it. <laughs> yeah, I just think it's amazing that you that that so much thought went into uh, the product. Uh, as far as like you said, you see, you, there's never been a bottle left anywhere. Aluminum is highly recyclable. Because I remember growing up in Milwaukee, we see people digging through trash, pushing those shopping carts down the street with these big black bags full of uh, aluminum cans yes, yep, all the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Going every time. My grandfather was one of the people that used to do that type of stuff. So and he, yep. and he would my make mom it, did too. Yeah. He would make a killing you know what i'm saying recycling i used to cans. i used to love going to the recycling center just so i can crush them cans right but like but and, and i just want to say real quick y'all like he is like like Marty is not like he's not it's it's not fake basically like i remember when we were younger man like you know something like sometimes we get into like an argument well not really an argument we never argued but like we get on each other's nerves or something like that and like we we'd be riding in the car right so i'll get him back by like i'll, I'll toss like a snickers wrapper or some shit out the window Cause I know he gonna pull over and go grab that. <laughs> so like we, it don't matter. If we in the middle of the street. <laughs> it don't matter. I mean, I, of course I do it. We was like on the highway or nothing crazy, but like, man, he will get right out that car just to grab that rapper, man. Cause he always cared about the environment, like for real, for real. So it's, it's, it's never fake. It's, it's led to, it's led by, like I said, even I always knew I wanted to be a parent. I've always knew I wanted to be a, a parent. I didn't know when, but I always knew I wanted to be. Um, but I didn't think it, I didn't think it out like I should have. Uh, but once I became, I realized it's not about me. And that helped me to remove the chip on my shoulder that has a young black male, that the world owes me something. Uh, Goddamn, this life sucks, this and this and that. Um, but once I was able to remove myself from realizing the world doesn't revolve around me, I realized that I was placed in this world for a reason. And the world is way bigger than myself. 
So with that time spent for the rest of my life with these children, what am I going to do? Looks fade. I can't look this good forever. Um, you know. <laughs> so you drop the clue bomb. Drop the clue bomb. No, no, no. <laughs> At Nurse Mighty MKE, y'all. At Nurse Mighty MKE. I, I'll put I'll so, put all his links in the description. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, but um, it, I don't know. Everything is kind of geared around. It's not just my children, but it's just children. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody knows me in the healthcare field, or period. If the if it's the older population or the children or the the uh, pediatric population, I advocate for them one hundred percent. Those are the ones I feel like without a voice. Uh, folks our age, I'm like, all right, you on your own. You listen or you don't, but you're going to learn in due time. Um, and so, I don't know. Uh, my name, and the reason why I'll go ahead and let it be known, my first name is Muhammad. I don't like being addressed as Muhammad, not for any other reason other than my mother named me that name, and it is uh, a powerful name. It is a name that actually applies a lot of pressure. I was raised in Islam. Uh, I am a Muslim. And um, the name, it means so much, but it also after 9-11, all it does is close a whole lot of doors. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not the part that I was worried about or, or concerned about. Then it was Mo. I had a lot of names in my life and they say names mean a whole lot, Yep. right? So the names that I've had, someone was given to me. The name I adopted was Mahdi, which is my name. It's my, my last name, but it's my name because it means rightly guided. So when I made a conscious effort to make sure that everything that I do moving forward be of righteous intent, that's the name I want to be addressed by. The nurse part is what people actually around the world uh, attribute with being honest and caring and trustworthy. It's the number one trust profession. Mm-hmm. So when I put those two together, it wasn't by accident. It was strategic enough to let you know that I am coming from a trust and caring and loving place. Um, and then with my name, it's rightly guided. And so everything from uh, the information I put out, from where I go, who I co-sign, even the product that I put out, it is all with the righteous intent because somewhere in there, now you might not know how or when or why, but somewhere in there, it is because I feel like I can use that to do the better for not only the community, but for us moving forward. So um, I read this book a while ago. Uh, actually, it was an excerpt from a book, and it talked about the four rivers. Now I'm talking to Said again. Said again, you said the four agreements? It's no, it's four rivers. Four rivers, okay. And these four rivers are what, what any people need to sustain and excel in life. Mm-hmm. You got business, education, politics, and healthcare. Until you control all of them, you will always be controlled. We don't own resources. We don't trust the healthcare system, but yet we're not reshaping healthcare. Uh business. We, we seem to have a misconstrued uh, concept of business to where it's like we're so tired of not having that our only business is to make sure that we have. And I hear the memes about generational wealth and all that, but I don't think we really understand that concept mm-hmm. because it means a lot of sacrifice now so the future generation can be all well off. And, um, and so on and so forth. So with everything I'm doing, whether it's uh, understanding that is the healthcare aspect of it, I jumped in healthcare. Um, the business aspect of it is why I tried to make a business out of now healthcare. Because when I was doing it for free, people were like, what you selling, cuz? What you selling? <laughs> you selling anything. This is, this is free information because mm-hmm. hidden knowledge is, is unacceptable. 
-hmm. You know, there's no reason why you know something and you're trying to keep it from everybody else. How do you help a people? So, um, so yeah, that's why I did. This is why what leads everything. This is why I do what I do. Um, I try to be honest and straight up and uh, transparent as possible with it. Um, but one thing I did learn with business, small businesses, we do get a real big rap. I ain't a small business. I'm a global business. This is an enterprise. Facts. Mm-hmm. And, um, but with starting out businesses, we get a real bad rap because we don't have the luxury. Well, one, between the business owner and the consumer, there's a disconnect. The consumer isn't wrong, but what they want is something they pay for when they want it and how they want it. We have now yeah. been conditioned to want everything fast, quick, and hurt. Supply hurdle. chain. It is. And understanding that the consumer isn't wrong for not caring about your personal problems. They pay for something, they want it. Starting off businesses, we don't know everything. We're learning. Right. We're trying to, to, to send and deliver a product that we feel strongly about. But the, the consumer doesn't have all that information. They don't want to hear that I was homeless. They don't give a damn that uh, I ain't been asleep. They don't care that I spend the weekend paying or making lunches or dealing with a sick child. They don't care. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean to say that there aren't people that are um, uh, appreciative of these stories. These only play well when you're a billionaire and they're like, you know, I slept in my car for two months. And then somebody's like, hey, man, he's a humble guy. But for right now, they want a product and they want you to deliver it. And so I know there are a lot of hurdles that I'm jumping over. Uh, there's a lot. And so what I am, uh, what I'm learning is to try to soften that blow for those who are coming up in the future as far as with business, businesses, mm-hmm. uh, make it entertaining, making it fun, making it personable and making it relatable so that we understand that we are still human, even though we run a company. And with that comes unforeseen things yeah. that mm-hmm. the business develops. And then the consumer just to be a little bit patient. Yeah, I was about to say that the level of patience that people have to understand, especially for a startup company or a small business. I mean, you just have to, you know, you know, in the beginning stages, you have to have a level of patience. Um, and and to me, <clears throat> you know, just my personal opinion, you know, I feel like a lot of times you, you know, if you go to a Walmart or if you go to, you know, a rest, you know, some picking, you know, not pick and save or whatever, you know, famous grocery chain or whatever. And if something doesn't go the way that you want it to go. Um, you can do all that complaining, but you're going to be back there anyway the next week. You know what I'm saying? You have no problem going back to their establishment and they're going to disrespect you or whatever and you still keep going. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's to me, but the small business, you shit on it or you just, oh, well, I'm not going back over there. I'm never doing this again. Like, well, why? Right. You know, I got, I got a prime example. Um, you know, people might complain about a, a small business T-shirt pr- pr- uh, production uh, you know, company, you know, that makes t-shirts or whatever, or shorts or whatever. And like right now I'm waiting on a shipment from NBA store.com uh, on a pair of shorts for these, for these bucks, this bucks championship that was won. I got like everything else. I got my hat, I got my t-shirts, but I'm still waiting on these damn shorts. And I ordered them like two days after the, or a day after the championship, uh, they won. Mm-hmm. And that was what July, like mid July or end of July. Yeah. So like, you know, Oh yeah, now I'll be ready. I'll be ready. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna look good for yeah. sure when it's when it comes. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a prime example though, you know. But if that was a black owned store, oh man, look at that. How long is it gonna take? It's taking months. So, you know, you gotta have a level of patience because you clearly have a patience for 
you know, big big wig companies, and right. and no problem getting played. Yeah, and the man that owns, the, the man that owns NBA Store and Fanatics is a billionaire, and I'm still and Thank like you. I said, I literally just got my shirt a week ago, and I ordered it the night the Bucks won the championship. So so, so, so I'm just I'm just caveating off, off uh, Kendall point and uh, mm-hmm. Muhammad. I, I'm gonna let you continue, but as far as but uh, I, I think a lot of that empathy also needs to go along with black owned businesses because we don't mm-hmm. have the gen- we're not privy to the generational wealth and to the to the opportunities that a lot of companies are are, are privy to. So you have to have a little bit more patience when dealing with a black owned business. Now I'm not saying don't make it uh, a bad business, but like just have a little more patience and we, we'll get there, you know? Right. Still hold them responsible, but have, but, but there there's a problem. There is some accountability that needs to be on the business. Owner. That's, That's right. fact. That's a fact. Too. Business, you need to understand your job is to, to make sure that you can prepare for those unforeseen situations as much as possible. Your job is to make sure that you clear on communication with the consumer after, you know, as much as possible. That's your job. You know, I know you're like, well, I got to work this. It doesn't matter. You decided to get in business. No one made That's it. That's no it. forced you. So it's your job to make sure that the customer is happy. Now, I've lost customers. I've lost customers. Um, there was actually one time I, and, and I never shared this story. Um, I, like I said, I try to keep Exclusive. Exclusive. I, in December, I was receiving a shipment in. And um, it was compromised. It was trash. Um, mm. I, I test all the waters randomly before for every, from every shipment before I send it off. I taste the water. Um, you know, I give some away, I get feedback on so on and so forth. It's because until I am in control of that water supply, I, I can't really vouch for something I'm not testing or tasting. You know, and so um, especially before I give it to my kid, I'm not, my children, I'm not going to give it to them blindly. But anyway, everything I do. So I got a water supply, and granted, only one bottle. It was. Uh, it had a lot to do with the temperature. Uh, what they did was they left it out, and uh, uh, on some warehouse in Texas, and then it came somewhere. I don't know. Wherever it was, the the bottles were all beat up. There were a few that were frozen, and to where they busted, to where now the uh, the casing was soggy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on and so forth. They one uh, aesthetically it didn't look good. Um, uh, they still passed the alkaline test and so on and so forth. But I couldn't put my name on that product. To I just couldn't put it out. Mm-hmm. So that was about like six grand that I had to throw the crap. And of course, I just wrote the letter, send everything out to the to the company and so on and so forth. Uh, the shipping company and, and try to do a claim, whatever I could. And they, they rectified it to some extent. But the point of, there were so many bottles that were okay. And I had a few people say, man, you just go ahead and just sell that. Just sell that, you know, shoot, shoot. <laughs> you know, I couldn't. I couldn't. I told you about my name at the beginning. I told you I could been It could have been extra income for me because I did get to rectify some of it. So it could have been extra income. It could have been a little money. I could have been in my pocket. Chugging. But no, I'm starting a business off and understanding that I'm not aiming for wealth. I mean, that will come. We're That's dealing right. with a resource. We're dealing right. with brand. We're dealing with uh, persistence. And I know myself what I'm capable of. We're not focused on them. We're focused on establishing relationships around uh, discipline and conversations around healthy eating, about saving our planet, around uh, being more conscious of our product, so on and so forth. That is very important. The last thing I need for somebody is like, man, that broke down water you gave me last time. <laughs> you know, I don't need that. I don't need that. Now, to not have as much product as one may need starting off, um, 
I can take that because I, like I said, I didn't come from generational wealth. I don't have funds and funds. So I do what I can right now. Um, and I think I've done all right within this year. I think I've done all right. Yeah. Um, no, that, that's just amazing what you said about putting your name on something that that's unproven or that you that that you don't agree with. Because uh, I, I, Kendall, have watched me do a lot of that with this podcast. Like I was, I went through testing audio, video, yada yada. You know what I mean? So it was like it was like until it get right, man, we not putting this product out. Perfectionist, so, right? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like, and not even perfectionist. My name is on it. You know, no, I get you. No, no. Yeah, yeah. I, but you're still a perfectionist. That, that's, that's that's a fact. But that's like, why so, that's why you want it done the right way. Exactly. Exactly. Nothing wrong so, with that. Yeah, exactly. You still gonna get rid. All right. <laughs> so, Muhammad, can you? Uh, you recently took uh, your product to uh, to us, uh, uh, Kenya, correct? Motherland, yes, sir. Okay. okay. Yes, can, sir. Can can you can you speak to us a little bit about um, th that that experience and and taking your product in the, in the Kenya how it was received and everything? It was a dream come true. Um, it's not the it's not the last, but it was a hell of a first. Um, <laughs> I didn't think I would get excited about things at this age because I've done so much and I've, and I've been a lot of places, but uh, I, I made a vow to myself that I wasn't going back out of the country until I went to Africa. And I didn't want to go to Africa until I felt like I can do something rather than go take a picture of like Africa. I really wanted to make sure that I, was, <laughs> I gave something back. Mm -hmm. And um, I got my critics like, there's a lot of people suffering in the States because you go all the way over. I don't care. Here we go. You know, this was personal for me. Uh, it was monumental for me and how it's going to actually affect me moving forward within the States. A place, um, before I go any further, I have to highlight the global response team. The global response team uh, is a hell of a team. They are uh, some well-rounded individuals who was led by a gentleman by the name of Thomas Jones. Uh, TJ is out of California. And he was referred to me by a young lady named Shanita uh, Scott, who's also a nurse. And she talked to him about me and he called me. I don't know about y'all, but growing up, it's usually you have to be tough around black men. You got to be strong. These are, these are uh, survival techniques. Mm -hmm. I'm so closed off from people because I just don't, you know, I'm like, oh, somebody's at me. I'm very introvert as much as I am an extrovert. And um, I really can't say that when I meet somebody for the first time, I'm unsure of what their motive is. Mm -hmm. So there are two individuals, and this is one who he heard about the water. He saw a little excerpt on it that they, they did on the news. He reached out. And, and I'm be honest, he calls, he goes, da 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 And I'm looking at the phone like, who the hell is this? <laughs> you know, the hell is, you know I, I don't really, I'm not used to somebody, and you can tell he's a black dude. You can tell he's a black dude. Mm -hmm. um, and not necessarily uh, by language or so on and so forth. Um, but he, he's talking, and I'm just like, he must got the wrong number. Something told me to go back, I listened to the rest of the message, and he says, man, I love what you're doing. I think it's amazing, blah, 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 blah. Give me a call back. So he knows who he is calling. I call back, excited beyond belief. Man, you know, I love the water. I love what you're doing. We have this group. We're traveling all over the world. We did with 100 different 40 countries. Uh, we're all about pushing the 17 sustainable goals of the United Nations. We work with National Geographic, NASA. They work with all these places, right? And so you know, I'm like, now nah, I'm listening. Like, yeah, so, <laughs> so as he's talking, I could just see that he actually means and he's passionate about what he's talking right. about. 
And I can hear him smiling, talking about what he's so passionate about. So then my guard was dropped and I'm listening. Mm -hmm. And I was talking about going to St. Vincent to, uh, to relief with some of the volcano stuff. Anyway, anywhere in there, he goes, I said, well, he said, it will be great to get you on one of these trips with us. We'd love to do that. I said, y'all go to Africa, let me know. He said, we're going to Africa next month. I wasn't ready for that. Damn. <laughs> you know, and when he said that, he said, don't worry about it. You're going. I'm going to make it happen. You bring it, be clear out there. But it was it. He said it. He meant it. I never met that man, never shook his hand, never seen his face, nothing. A uh, month and a half later, uh, I was going to Africa. I was on a plane. Uh, <laughs> five, six strangers that I've never met a day in my life. Um, they don't know me from a hole in the ground. They don't know my intention. They knew the product. And uh, what he said was, I just, I knew it was right. And like I said, how do I bridge the community? So we started like Milwaukee to the motherland. Mm -hmm. This is everybody's trip. This is not just my trip, you know? And uh, it was, the experience was, I knew when I was going there, I was gonna feel something. I didn't know. But the thing that actually hit home that I was able, never able to put into words are, granted, we see the flies on the eyes and all the little poor little stuff. That's why I didn't show any of those pictures because they got a media showing enough like Africa is not innovative and advanced in so many areas. Um, but where we went, and I love to go to what they considered uh, the poor areas. The hood. The Kush ghettos. But what they call them is slums in Africa. So we oh, yeah, yeah, slums. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. One of the uh, the largest slums of Africa. Uh, I think it was the second largest. Um, and it was uh, called the Kapira, but I call it the community or the village, the Kabira community. And um, they were talking about police, uh, uh, security escort. And I'm like, get out of here. Right. I, Please. I, I, got, I got me because I'm not worried about it. Right. Exactly. So, uh, I've never been around so much to where people were willing to give and they didn't have. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. It was nothing to give and they didn't have. You know, we always try to look what we can give first mm -hmm. and then we give whatever's left over. Or we have to wait till we get a billion dollars before we give a million. We have right. to wait to get this. I'm looking at folks with no shoes. I'm looking at folks where one person uh, establishes uh, a community center or something after school for children, teach them dance, boxing, so on and so forth. There are hundreds of students there. I saw little girls making food for all of them. You know, it's like the responsibility and the collective work that it, it took to, to run that community. And it's not, like I said, we don't have money passed down. I know that a lot of them will be apprehensive with me coming in. And with them coming in is because so far, so often, so many people come just for a photo op. Right. You know, come in and like, take advantage. Right. It. it was so hard for me to establish the picture part from there. But I knew that as long as I went in with a righteous intent, I couldn't worry about what going on said. It's because I, but I wanted to, I know visually we needed to see that their bottles that people signed off on, wrote messages on, that's what it's called, message on a bottle from Milwaukee to the motherland. With people from Milwaukee right on the bottle, encouraging words, whatever the case may be. Now we took an actual resource that is very, very valuable in, 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 in these communities. They didn't have clean water or clean water is harder to come by. And then there's an abundance of plastic that is in Kenya and in the island of Lamu that they've actually banned so much. It's mm. just, they don't have a waste management system. So it's just tons and tons of plastic everywhere. So they were so gung-ho about this that they were excited. 
And it excited me a lot. I was like, damn, you know, to have this impact on somebody I've never met. Now to go to a country with people I've never met and they appreciate my righteous intent to deliver something like that. It just hit home. It just hit home. So like, you know, if I was, if I had any doubt or any reservations before, man, when I stepped on that dirt and, and hugged some of those people, it was all gone. It was all you know gone. They, you know, they say that you got to leave home sometimes to get the respect you deserve. So, <laughs> but I mean, of course you was already getting it, but I'm yeah, just saying it, like the, yeah. the, the level of what you're talking about, like the love and, and just behind like the excitement behind like your product. You know what I'm saying? And and just going to the slums, quote, like you said, I'm pretty sure that was like, the, at, you know, maybe during your whole trip, that was like the safest you felt, you know, just being in that type of environment, you know, or just those environments. I'm comfortable anywhere I go. I'm, right. I don't care. They say it's dangerous. Or right. I'm comfortable anywhere I go because I've learned exactly. through time is be true to who I am. I'm true yep. to my faith, what leads me, who I am. I ain't bad with these hands. So <laughs> anywhere I go, I'm okay. And, uh, but I always learned that nobody bothers you when you come in with with a good heart and open to help them. Yeah, you get your conniving people, you get your your right. seat, you get there. But I mean, life is will, will weed them out and teach you exactly. Or you can you know how to filter them yourself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. You know. So like I said, um, but you know, people, it was you know genuine. It was genuine, and I loved it. And um, I don't know so much. This, this water has been out for. Um, September is one year. Wow, it's only been a year. I, I've been, I've been, I've been admiring you from afar, all your works and everything. So, I, I had no idea that's that's only been a year. It seems like it's been so much longer than that because you've been putting in the work, brother. And I'm so be, so proud it'll of be you. A year. Next next month it'll be a year, um, and a lot has come from it. Tokyo uh, sponsoring uh, an yeah. amazing athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was gonna let you speak on that. Before, let me introduce the sub so y'all so our listeners know what you're talking about. Uh, he, he took the uh, Be Clear brand to the Olympics. He actually had sponsorship. So you can go ahead and give him a little bit about that, brother. Um, English Gardner is another great um, voice, spirit, person. Um, I actually went out to uh, New Jersey, met her. Um, but before I met her, before I talked to her, it was just a couple of IG messages. And um, before I go, I know a lot of us have this negative connotation right there. When you when you're in Milwaukee, you can you could be like, you know, Milwaukee doesn't support Milwaukee. There's a lot of this, there's a lot of that. I can understand that in some lights, but on the other hand, it's not true. It's the energy that you give. There are some some shisty people here, but everywhere you go, there's shisty people. Mm-hmm. You got some people that, that have an issue with someone else succeeding or someone else reaching destination before them. There's a lot of that's everywhere. I don't care where you go, that's everywhere. That's what people with poor heart and poor intentions, they are going to stop you from where you are because they want to be the one. Um, I try to jump in a lane that ain't nobody in the lane. And it came to me, I didn't go to it. And so this is this is not just mine, but this is me. So I'm not worried about anybody else. Um, Milwaukee has shown so much love. Milwaukee has shown love. I, I would love for it to go further. Milwaukee, I wanted to be the number one for Milwaukee. Like, if you want to be clear, you got to travel. You know, it's one of the sites. It's one of the things. You go to Milwaukee, you grab it, be clear. You go to Brewers game, you get to be clear. You go to, like, I want it to be a household name for Milwaukee all the way across the board. Because, one, Milwaukee is one known as one of the most segregated cities in the country. Facts. And so, if I can uni- unify Milwaukee by something we all need, which is a water, that does a lot for me because that's what does a lot for this city. 
And Perfect color this. for the Brewer Stadium. And then we can get B Clear Stadium and get American Family out of there. So I wanted a product that, that would that hold true to Milwaukee when it comes out of it represented Milwaukee in a positive light. I wasn't a rapper, I wasn't an artist, not to say there's anything wrong with that, but I wanted to have something that the world values and it's so easy. Like it came from Milwaukee, it came from Milwaukee, it came from Milwaukee. It came from a dude that looked like me. Got a party and a beard and got bad habits sometimes. So um with that being said, when I someone posted something on Instagram, English Garden, and there was a young lady uh, from Milwaukee who tagged me in that post. She tagged me in that post because I wasn't following her at the time. When she tagged me in that post, I asked Milwaukee, I said, yo, that's where the most of the, uh, my following is um, on Instagram and uh, my personal page on Facebook. Milwaukee, do me a favor, tag me clear in her. And they showed up and showed out. English called me, she said, yo, I've never gotten so many messages and they all were talking about like be clear but i heard a little bit here smart water or this and that or some other companies she said but they were so gung-ho about i saw your name so much i didn't finish reading them i just reached out and that meant so much to me because that was pivotal for 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 the company and when i actually talked to her because she wasn't the only olympic athlete that i've spoken to the only one wasn't one that wasn't interested but she was the best she was humble uh, she loves what she does. She's always willing to give. And I can tell she was a good person. So I went with it. And uh, I told her straight up, say, yo, I ain't got no bread. So this sponsorship means like <laughs> you need some money. Like I'm a poor black man in America. But um, she said, no, she said, I believe in what you're doing. And it's, it's my job with my platform to push that. Mm -hmm. She said, because I want to change the world. I want a legacy beyond just running. I want a legacy that my stamp on the rest of the world means something. And she says, no better way to align with something so meaningful and so powerful that's bigger than just one of us. It's bigger than both of us, but it's for the whole world. And from there, we click like that. Like, we talk about everything. Family, uh, met, met a family. Um, see her, we talk before each race. I'm giving her crap. Like, don't go out there and be bullshitting. Don't you go out there, you know, so, you know. <laughs> But we have a we've a developed a relationship that is that is is genuine and it's authentic. Right. And for that, she has not only shared Be Clear, going on a way to use her platform to push Be Clear, but she won't even like she sends me pictures every meet that she's at. She's in Budapest right now, uh, competing. But everywhere she goes, she got a bottle like this is not. And I got Tokyo pictures and all kinds of stuff. But um, it's just I don't know. It's great to see like the water go places that I've never even been. Right, right. Um, and, and it means a lot because my children will then identify with, like, they are a part of something that the whole world has identified with, and we haven't even touched foot on the on this on this dirt outside of you know here. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know. It's you mean your board members, sir? Your board members. <laughs> Facts. Mm -hmm. No, those are code. Those are CEOs. I'm just oh, the muscle. CEOs. Okay. I, I make sure oh, you, the, you the board. Okay, you the board. Okay. Yeah, no. I make sure the money come in, or they got to deal with these things right here. Cause... <laughs> so, yeah, no. So, but uh, but yeah, they are very much part of it. Uh, you know, I posted pictures of them boxing, uh, uh, shipping them out. You know, we shipped to fifty states. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people attribute the range that I've had or that we've had to be clear to just be money. It's not that. You know, I'm still. I still live in the same house before, you know, I ain't, I ain't rich. Mm -hmm. Same car, 
you know, ain't nothing, I haven't bought anything. I've actually, and for those who are starting off business, yo, I have not spent one single cent of be clear any money or anything related on myself. I've never wrote a check. I've never received a dollar. I've never bought anything for personal use. Everything has gone into be clear that has come from be clear. The only growth that is because, you know, I don't, I don't pull from it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I save money on delivery drivers because I deliver. I save money on, on some advertisement because I go and knock on random people's door and ask them if they have heard about be clear. Uh, I save money on marketing because up in two o'clock in the night, I'm looking at like, this would be kind of funny. Let me make this mean. Well, let me make this video. I'm going to do it tomorrow. You know, so, you know, a lot of people talk about three to five years is hard for a business owner. And you shouldn't. I don't believe I should have to wait that long. Right. I don't work nine to five. Mm-hmm. I work 24 seven because it is me. It's me and this product. It's it's me and my work. It's uh, me and my legacy. And I'm not going to take any shortcuts on me. And uh, I, I think my last question to you is, what is your ultimate goal with Be Clear? Where do you see it? Where do you want to take it? Um, do you see yourself selling it, scaling it, and selling it, or do you want want this to be your family's legacy? Like, what is your ultimate goal with Be Clear? Be Clear is just one product. Mm-hmm. There's more to come. Yes, there is. I'm saying it now. There's more to come. Um, there's a lot of things that are the door is opening from Be Clear. Be Clear. My mission and my uh, my goal is to to save the world in some way. And when I mean save, I don't come down with a cape and I'm just going to be the one. But I want it to be to where my great-grandchildren are going to be proud to be able to say, my great-great-grandfather, he was the one who started to push to make people reduce plastic. And in that turn, it helped the... Uh, the wildlife out to where so on and so forth better for the earth. It made a healthier outcomes. It's so on. I want the world has enough of people pulling from it. My job is to show that you can still do something good um, and sustain the world and still benefit from it. And so, um, what I hope for the water is that it does. It hits every household name and pushes out a whole lot of folks, and or or to force them to actually you know, put back from where they take. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean these billion dollar companies because water is a billion dollar industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, bottled water is uh, a million bottles are sold every minute in the US. And so where is that money going? Oh yeah. Where is it going? Where, I mean, we're running out of space on earth to put all this trash. So then what, what's the point? I mean, this greed just for you, greed. you know, this greed just for you, how many people are going to suffer health wise? How many people are going to suffer without having a place? You know, it's, it's, it's selfish. And instead of sitting there going, they won't do this, they won't do this, my job is to just try to do it. And so I'm hoping that whatever I do affects some sort of ripple effect to where now somebody else is doing a product or something around that actually is saving the earth, but it's something different and it's something food to actually put back into the community. And uh, we just need to tackle resources. Like I, I eventually will, I'm saying it now, I'm saying it now, I'm meaning it, I don't know if everybody believe in manifestation or whatever the case may be. I am saying it, um, and I didn't manifest my year that I've had with Be Clear. That was God given to me because of my intent. That's and right. The vision was given to me. All I had to do was show up for the work. And I show up and I put in the work. Everything after that is just a blessing. Everything out there is just the way it was supposed to be before I took my first breath. That is it. 
Ain't no secret sauce to that. But from moving forward is, I want be clear just to incite us to one, pay attention to what we're eating to improve our health outcomes, especially in, I wanna reshape the face of how we look at us when it comes time to helping each other. We, we always waiting for somebody that doesn't look like us to help us. Right. That's seven, right. So on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So I want to be that person. I am authentic. I do have flaws. I do have troubles and, and, and so on and so forth. But at the same time, this doesn't shape me from trying to be as good as person as I can every day that I wake up. And so I want to eventually be clear, we're going to have some land and we will be the water source and not have to worry about a third party. Right before that, as I'm looking for a warehouse, I'm looking to upgrade to where we have a warehouse, to employ um, and to, uh, uh, to just grow and make sure that we are ready for when the big numbers come in and say, I need 50 pallets, that I say, no problem. Send them to distribution, so on and so forth and get it going. So I do want to make sure that we people understand this is not like a little fad that I'm just doing a bottle of water and, and so on. Hell, I even want to reshape how we sell water on the street. Mm-hmm. Every young boy out there with their shirt off and their pants hanging down, selling water for somebody else. <laughs> I want everybody to have a stake in it. Mm-hmm. So we're going to build water stands. We're going to have water stands. It's going to be clear set up. We want to take back over our neighborhoods and our communities, but we don't want to do it just for one person to, to benefit and get the greed. I want it to everybody to benefit from it so then we can actually start restoring how we actually act as a community and then how that community affects the rest of the world. <coughs> Excuse me. That's phenomenal, brother. I Listen, Muhammad, Kendall, I don't know if you had any more questions, but listen, brother. Let me, I, no, I, no questions. Go I, ahead. I, I'll let you go, but I just want to give you a praise because you have been an inspiration. Um, we always try to do things out of morality over here at Unlabeled um, and give people a platform. And just your push and what you've been able to accomplish in, in this short year, man, listen, it has been you, – you are extremely blessed and it's been nothing but inspiration. So – uh, I hope you continue your work, and I look forward to really seeing you grow. Um, and that's pretty much. I, I'm yeah. speechless, man. Uh, I'm speechless. I can, yeah. like, I can probably I, listen to you talk for two more hours, but I'll let Kendall go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of talking. Like, you can tell I don't talk to grownups or people too much. Yeah. Right. Give me a platform. Like, oh, 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 oh. I got right. that little kid that I talk to all day. Yeah. So. But, but, you, but, you, but it needs to be said. And, um, you know, we, we glad we just happy to have you here, brother. And, um, you know, like I said, man, I'm just, you know, I've been knowing you for a very long time. And, uh, you know, y'all, I mean, just honestly, you know, he's the reason why, a lot of the reason why I am the way I am. You know, his family has taught me a lot, just just coming up in the world. And, man, we just, you know, appreciate you, Captain Planet. You know, I just appreciate <laughs> everything you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but not all seriousness, y'all. Y'all got to understand, just this brother is amazing. And he always, he's always been like this. It's never, never changed. <laughs> like, he's always been talking like this. It just hasn't been necessarily this idea. But it's always been around people. It's always surrounded around helping people and always having their back, regardless of however he was. So mm-hmm. this is definitely the uh, next uh, Tupac. Right. Okay. And, let, and let me piggyback off of that. What Kendall said is very important because most people want to, uh, need to understand that when, you, when you're starting an entrepreneurship or you're starting a business for yourself, it's all about people. It's not really about your product. It's all about people. That's right. So, but, but go ahead, Mahal. I, I know I, you have something I, I want to say this before, before we end. I just want to say this. Um, it took a lot. Now, don't, you know, everybody, no one ever knows the full story behind things until they get some interview and then they just share everything. Uh, I want to say, first and foremost, I am very, very grateful, humble, and I appreciate all the support that I've gotten. 
from every interview, from every talk, uh, from every podcast, from every news thing. Anytime anybody was seen enough in it to highlight me, um, uh, I, I definitely, I appreciate it. If anybody's ever purchased the water and the ongoing support, I appreciate it. But it took a lot. And, and, I, and what I hope to, uh, to get across for anybody who's listening, especially any, any male, uh, any male of color, Yo, the world is gonna beat you down enough. I walk around with a chip on my shoulder, angry, ready to fight, a moment's notice all the time. And what I found- Yes, he did. I call myself finding peace in fighting. And that's how Mm. damaged I was. Um, But the thing that I've realized and identified with over time is because I didn't know where I belonged. I don't know how I fit in something so big as the world and to be just a little person that can be forgotten by the government, to be forgotten by this family, whatever personal issues you may do, but never really identifying that, yo, I am here. You know, we beat billions of sperm to actually get here. We believe in everything false, whether it be Santa Claus or Eastbound, we believe in everything, but yet it's so hard for us to believe in ourselves and That's even right. the eye that we face even just to be born. So growing up, as much as I've always cared about people and I always wanted to help people not feel some of the pain or hurt that I felt I realized that we did it in a way that we still was looking for the approval of the world. So if I was tough, then I could find a tough way to help people, but you ain't gonna call me soft. I ain't gonna be a nurse because that's too soft. And it took a lot for me to actually sit and give myself a straightening and realize, yo, this is the only life I get and it's mine. Why am I giving so much space and real estate in my mind for other people's opinions and their thoughts? Now, with sense of belonging, we all need that. But it wasn't until I realized, yo, I don't care what anybody says about me being a nurse. I don't care what anybody says about me openly wanting to help people. I don't care, like I said, I don't care if they think that I'm weird or crazy if I stop the car and pick up a piece of trash. I don't care if someone's upset with me because I went against them when knowing they was wrong. I don't care about that. That's right. I'm gonna answer to my creator for what I did with what I knew and then that's so on and so forth. So what education I have, is for the masses. What benefit any money or anything that I have in abundance or, or extra than what I need is for the masses. It has to be a point where I have to sacrifice and the ultimate sacrifice comes from those who have been burdened with that responsibility. And I wouldn't even say burdened, blessed with that responsibility mm-hmm. to do more than just for themselves because it makes life a lot more meaningful and the blessings have come in abundance even if it's not in monetary gains. So own who you are, believe in who you are, Give a damn what nobody has to say. I still don't care. And I, like I said, I ain't scared or worried about nothing. But own who you are because it's only one of you. And the world is tired of the same damn thing. Mm-hmm. Give them some variety. Give them who you are. If you don't know who you are, spend some time with yourself and learn it. Be clear is the first of its kind. It ain't no other one back from that. I don't care if you say, but there's another aluminum. Shut up. It ain't. It's only one be clear. And, and anything after that will be the first of that. I'm not looking to make replicas. I'm looking for, to, to inspire or instill our, our individualism. And that's what makes this, that's what's gonna make us work as a community is bringing all of our individual love, passions, uh, talent, skills together and using them to work uh, moving forward. And so be you, be who you are, be clear. Fine. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> what an ad. Hey, but um, um, I'm sorry, Nurse Marty. I almost called you by mm-hmm. your first name again. But Nurse Marty, uh, can you please tell us, because you say you have something coming up in the near future that you want to... Uh... Word, 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 word. So, uh, this is the exclusive again. Um, exclusive. I am uh, starting, I have a co-star by Truman McGee. You may have seen him in uh, a lot of our little videos. He's probably one of the Went to middle school. I have my life as far as mentorship, this man has been in business and he's become a friend. And uh, we bounce things off his father. So shout out uh, vibes, uh, confectionally yours, uh, flower flaming girl, grill a girl, uh, a funky fresh spring roll. All these individuals have taken a stake in Be Clear uh, with their business. They have trusted Be Clear in their business. So. Truman has been the creative mind. A lot of them, I always bounce stuff off of him uh, because he's been in business. He knows what works with customers or a better idea than I do. We are doing a talk show. So the talk show is called Minding Your Business. And it's not a podcast. It's a real life talk show. When you tune in, don't look because you think two people are going to be sitting on fold-up chairs. No. You're going to catch yours truly behind the desk in a suit because this is real life. This is real. We're going to do everything the best we can. Minding your business will be uh, uh, airing every week. It is a way to a uh, platform to actually highlight businesses, uh, what inspired them, uh, what they find to be the difficult challenges, uh, what was, what's been blessings, and so on. For So it actually bridges the gap between those who want to start entrepreneurship and then those who have already made those mistakes to hopefully close that gap. But then to also kind of wrap up all of our startup businesses, our entrepreneurs and so forth in a space to where we become the conglomerate, to where we now have uh, uh, control more so of our communities and so on and so forth. And so that is, of course, Minding Your Business, uh, October 25th, it will start. Um, and it is, uh, it's gonna be a real life talk show. So we will kind of lead up to it with uh, marketing and so on and so forth. But um, kind of what you guys are doing is just, um, I don't know. Owning who I am, I realize, yo, I don't talk to enough humans, uh, enough grownups. Yep, <laughs> it's your obligation, sir. It's your obligation. No, yeah, I we... talk to enough grownups. I need to have a space where I can have some friends to talk because I work all the time. So how do I mix work with personal life? There you go. And just building relationships. Give us a chance to highlight businesses, what they mean, what they do. And then even for those, I mean, they all won't be great businesses. It'd be something where you realize, like, that person is a crappy person and I no longer want to support them. But that's my obligation still, too. I'm supposed to be the vessel for you spending your money, where you choose to invest your money in, where you are. And so you can see for yourself, like, does that person really care about your community? Does they not? Do they not? So on and so forth. And so Mind Your Business will be a talk show. It will be official. Um, and it will be uh, starring myself and uh, uh, Truman McGee. Uh, funky fresh spring rolls and we will uh this is from milwaukee everything is from milwaukee and the rest of the world we start off locally and we're gonna act globally yes sir yeah plug plug your igs real quick as well so ig uh be clear is b-k-l-e-a-r-h-2-o don't put a zero h-2-o um facebook is b-k-l-e-a-r same thing right there and then the website if you would like to order some high quality H2O, uh, an equal friendly uh, health conscious bottle, you can go on www.beclearh2o.com. It is pronounced Be Clear. If anybody says Be Clear, Be Clear. 
And uh, yeah, um, Twitter, H B K, uh, be clear, H2O. I'm trying to figure out all these social media things. Yeah. yeah. It's all good. Yeah, it's, it's, Anybody who's watching this, that, before I go, because I need some, I'm just plug for some help. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so much to do. So anybody who's watching this, who's not going to be asking me a whole lot of questions about the business, trying, trying to like infiltrate the business, who actually genuinely want to help with the purpose and the cause, whether it be social media strategist, whether it be a content creator, whether it be a delivery driver, or, or just people who have brought brilliant ideas to actually make this uh, uh, a better business for everybody, more convenient. We are working to reduce costs. We're working to make it, uh, working with uh, EBT to try to get those who, who are, uh, don't have access to, to financial means all the time to still make this part of their regular uh, diet mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. So this will, this is first and foremost about the people. It will be about the people and uh, our planet Earth after we all dead and gone. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And uh, like, like Mama said, this 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 live stream will live on YouTube, so you can always come back and revisit it. But also, we want to post uh, all of his links to his website, to his IG, so you guys can reach out to him and um, and support his business. Uh, and everybody, give me a round of applause. I did not yeah. cuss. No, no, he didn't cuss. So you round of applause. Stop. Oh, you know how hard that is. You know how hard that is for me. I'm human. You did, you did say bullshitting. It's okay. <laughs> Yeah, but that was um that was in context. <laughs> you were speaking in different in third person. <laughs> it wasn't you. It was you. It was the other you. I didn't drink enough. Be clear at the moment, so my mouth was parsing. The words slipped out. Yeah, but uh, okay, I did say that. Yeah, well, I tried. You did good. You yeah. did good job. Yeah, you did, you did, did a good, good job, job Muhammad. Man, I definitely appreciate you, brother, and your time. Uh, you come on this platform. You, everything, man. Like I said, be blessed, brother. I wish you nothing but success in the future. And uh, listeners, thank you y'all for tuning in, and we will come at y'all with another episode of Unlabeled the Podcast next week. Peace. Feel it. Feel it.